Faith at the Fringe, a Sanctuary First podcast series. Uncovering God in the creative arts. At the biggest international arts festival in the world, Sanctuary First stops to ask, where does faith and art meet? Welcome to Sanctuary First and to this podcast series entitled Faith at the Fringe. I'm Albert Bogle and I'm joined today with my colleague Hannah Sanderson. That's me, hi. And uh, we're joined also, we're going to be looking at music and gospel music at the Fringe. In fact, music in general, in a sense. And I'm delighted that we've got with us the manager of Origin, which is a Christian collective of music and Yes. Embracing rhythm and blues and all that kind of thing and every, gospel music. Every, well, this has, one aspect of it does that, but yeah, from all sorts of genres of music, you name it, we've played it. <laughs> so that's that's D- uh, Dave Bildoff. Yeah. And we've got also with us um, Ellen Oliver, who's a singer with the band. And also I think Eleanor is, uh, works with the arts professionally and is a... Uh, a professional singer in other areas and if in fact you need a singer for your wedding (laughs) this is the girl to see (laughs) but anyway listen we just think it's great that you come in to chat with us about origin and we'd like to hear a little bit about what's the background what is this what is origin yeah it's been running since well i first got involved in about 2002 2003 and it'd been running for a few years before that um, where they were just looking to kind of unite the churches and bring them together for events and it's kind of evolved over the years um, where it really seeks to deepen the fellowship of Christian believers with God, with each other, and bring the churches together and to reach people outside of the church, um, through whether that's through big-scale events, small-scale events, tours and whatever. So, yeah, but through music. Yeah. So, yeah, so how do people react to your music? Um, in I mean, particular, think about gospel, I'm the thinking gospel about, music, you know, yeah. do people want to respond to gospel music? What is it that makes people want to do that? And mm. what's the enduring nature of this gospel music that okay. makes people want to sing it? Mm. Well, if you look at kind of some of the origins of, of, of gospel music, um, it's kind of the bedrock that from that sprung everything else, whether it's rock and roll everything's built from that and there's just a heart there's a beat there's something that goes on within that music that I think people engage with Um, obviously it's developed massively over the last 150 years um, and we tend to stick to around you know music from the 1940s up to 70s Um, we don't really go into the the synthesised gospel music of the of the 80s, I don't know if Ellen's got big enough shoulder pads uh, to, to, to do that sort of music. And the hair, we could get big hair for that. Um, and so when people come to some of our events, they're, the titles, they're foot-stomping gospel bands, so they know what to expect when they come in. So we don't really have many walkouts. I've never really noticed any walkouts. Maybe a couple of people with their fingers in their ears because it's maybe a bit, been a bit too loud for them. Um, but people engage. Um, we do these events during the festival and their free events and people just walking off the street for them. And when we first started doing them, I thought, is this really going to work? Are people just going to come in, stay for a song or two and drift off? And what we found very early on is that people that were walking by heard the music inside, came in and they stayed for the whole night. Um, the music was engaging, the way we weren't um, 
preaching at people as per se, you know, where we're letting the music do the talking, little snippets in between the songs that people were talking, and at the end we would say a few things as well. Um, so people love it. We get them dancing. We get them. Uh, we get them off their feet. So mm. that's the idea. It's really difficult to do that sometimes in Edinburgh to get people off their feet. In Glasgow, <laughs> they'd, be, they'd they wouldn't sit down when they got in. In Edinburgh, they'll sit down, cross their legs, yeah. and, and judge you for the next hour. So it's uh, it's quite interesting, <laughs> but it's great. No, great great reactions. It sounds a wee bit like the preacher going to preach in Glasgow. They'll say preach on preacher, but in Edinburgh, they'll sit back and say. Mm-hmm. Start taking notes. Taking notes. <laughs> Maybe that's not fair to the no, people. No, that's not fair. That's a I, gross generalisation. Yeah, I think so. We need to be careful. Yes. I certainly don't want to massive comments on the. Yeah, write in now if there. anything that Albert says offends you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. I think that gospel music is a brilliant leveller because often there's that call and response thing. So you don't have to know the hymn book. You don't have to know mm. the words. You don't have to. You can just listen and you. Can can respond. Do you do call and response in your singing, or is it more of a concert that somebody would sit and receive? And uh, we do encourage people to sing along. Sometimes there's some songs that people might know, like this little light of mine mm-hmm. or Oh Happy Day, that sometimes people sing along. We encourage people to get up and, and dance and take part in that way. But I, I think you're right. I think there's such a realness in gospel music. It, um, it's like soul music, I suppose. That um, there's the vulnerability of being honest and raw, maybe crying out in, uh, for mercy or crying out for God to interact, for God to do something. But then also just an explosion of joy as well. It's just so so much emotion which people connect with really well. I think. Yeah. So you're the singer with the the, the foot stomping gospel choir. So the question is, tell us a wee bit about about the foot stomping gospel choir but what is the connection between dancing and the physicality of the performance and and how does that all connect with faith mm. that's a good question <laughs> um yeah so i suppose it's it's maybe like what i was saying there like um the the subject matter of the songs is, is so emotive and um sometimes you just can't help but want to express yourself and I suppose you see it in the Bible you see King David I guess in the Psalms and the way that he cries out and and then you hear about he how he danced before before the Lord and um, there's just that natural uh, kind of knee-jerk reaction I suppose to hearing these things and and wanting to then express yourself um, through singing through crying out through moving through clapping through um, through that kind of thing. So, yeah, mm. there's, you can have a real connection with God in these kind of songs. So, yeah. mm. so, so music, in some ways, this is this, you were talking about this a minute ago, about music then, is there's a spirituality in this gospel music? Is, a, is, the, is the spirit of God somewhere in all of this, this music in a creative way that's vibrating? Is there a... Is there a spiritual vibe, you know, vibe that goes on? Like I was speaking to someone recently who was talking to me about when they go to somewhere like Iona, they feel a vibe that, that connects with them. And this particular guy also talked about musically, he feels like there's a, a musical vibe that kind of entones within him. Okay. Um, something I've never really thought too much about. Um, but I think when you get music like that that's just so honest within its lyric, um, it resonates with so much truth um, as it's been sung. Um, and when you mix that in with um, 
beats and rhythms um, that you can't help move to. Um, although if you do come along, don't expect a dance routine from the singers. That's not going to happen. No. You know, they, we're working on it. We're not working on that. Um, so yeah, I don't necessarily pick up a, a, a vibe within it, but what I do pick up in is that okay, you could go, you could get a, a group of people, and I'm sure they're all fantastic musicians, but of no faith, could play this music, but they don't know who they're singing about. When you get a group of people that are living their lives full on for who they're singing about, believe passionately in who they're singing about, and are doing what they're doing because they're following who they're singing about, then that comes through and. I think people are looking for something authentic. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's just there's so much fakeness mm -hmm. out there, and uh, whether you agree with it or not, you, you can't. People resonate with the truth, and the truth comes out through the music. So you're always talking about uh, this integration of who we are, you know, the physicality of our body movement, but also of our body, soul, and spirit. You know, of course. you know that's that kind of to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's almost the music. It's almost like the catalyst that allows you to begin to express some of that. Well, it does. It's like my, my, my young children are learning various instruments and, and stuff just now. And the one thing I always express to them is, you know, the, the music, the whole instrument that you're playing is a catalyst for what's inside of you. You express yourself out through that instrument and very much in the same way. In the stuff that we're doing, we express our belief, we express our love for God, we express, express some of our angst or, or even anxieties or mm -hmm. worries and concerns, it all comes out through that music. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I think early on, just a wee moment ago, you said that you perceive that gospel is the root of so many other musics, you know, rhythm mm -hmm. and blues and, and then on to rock and roll. So I'm wondering, do you think there's a kind of a genetic inheritance then in these other forms of music from the spirituality that comes with gospel? Or do you think that more it's about the person that's singing it? And, and as listeners, we connect with the truth as the person that's expressing it. Or is there something deeper in the music itself that takes people back to that spirituality? It might do. It might do. Um, you know, when you, when you look at some of the... Even to take something like... When there was such an outcry in the in the fifties, or later on in the fifties, when they start to take some of these great gospel tune songs and secularise them mm. and make them popular, there was such an outcry from the the church, certainly in the deep south. Anyway, at the time, um, if you ever seen the Ray Charles film, you can see mm. what people were saying. Now, those songs were great, and they and they get you moving and whatever. But it was almost for me, it was like you had oh, this is a really poor, poor analogy that just mm. popped into my head, but. Um, so feel free to edit this out. But if you had um, like the most incredible Ferrari, you know, or something like that, with the best engine in the world in it, and then this was replicated, but the engine wasn't there anymore. <laughs> you know, the real the fuel, mm. the fuels that wasn't there anymore. So once you put that back into that, then yeah, of course. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope no, it does. Sense. No, that makes sense. That's a, that's that a good sense. analogy. <laughs> I was just thinking there about. Um, how we sing these songs and how they are from a time where there was such struggle and injustice and how I can almost be a bit sensitive and apologetic that we don't understand the real... When these songs were written, they were going through such a time and um, I'll never understand what that was like. Um, but there's a way that we can connect um, and in, in that suffering, I suppose, and although our situations are, are very different and... Um, 
you know, I don't want to say that it's the same, but, um, you know, we all go through suffering and we can all connect in, in the hard things that we experience. And I kind of love that and how we can connect with the, that generation and, and that past and, uh, and unite with them and put our arms around them, I suppose, and, and then also allow it to express ourselves and the injustices that we see and what we go through. And then also as, as a band, you know, thinking about the, sort of the spiritual aspect, you know, when two or three are gathered together, um, there I am with them, that's what God says. So it's um, as we come together, as we know each other, know what's going on in each of our very different lives in the band and uh, know each other's stories and how God's working in each person's life, how we can join together and express that to God, I suppose, and share that. Um, As a singer, is there any particular song when you sing it, it gets you every time and why? Oh, um, this. It changes every time, I think. Um, there's so many gems in the set. You know, we were rehearsing this last couple of weeks. It's like, oh, the, oh, remember this one? Oh, this one. Um, there's so many good ones. Um, I'll go, I'll pick one, but it might change by, when you come and see it. But um, <laughs> go, Going Up Beyond is probably one of my favourites I get to sing. And um, it's just talking about how we're going to be in heaven and... Um, we're going to meet Jesus, um, and how kind of I suppose like suffering and pain here will will end, and that that um, that hope that we have. Keeps us so, so these songs that you're talking about are, are then talking about a faith that is alive, about about a God who is alive today, like Jesus who's come among us to show us what God is like. But then these songs are reminding us that this is not the end. There is mm. something. There is something more. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's heavily focus on, on heaven and the end destination, but it's also, you know, saying that, um, yeah, they're giving us strength in the moment now and um, that through what Jesus has done, we've, we can kind of claim victory and there's a lot of that kind of talk and, um, yeah, giving us joy in this moment and life in this moment through for being with God and the Holy Spirit. Because yeah, we used to apologise at gigs sometimes because we were saying, sorry, here's another song about death. death. <laughs> and, uh, I've stopped doing that now. But um, so many of the songs are focused on that because of where they came from. People just in such struggles um, through oppression and political, all the stuff that we, we, we all know about from history. Um, but I think that's, that's universal, whether we're, we might not be under the same restraints and conditions and, and, and troubles. But the human heart is is the same, and so people will resonate with what's going on for them, with knowing about the struggles of this life, which will be very different different for for everybody uh, that's in there. Um, but what we hope is that people see that we actually, instead of just going on about the troubles of this world, that we actually have an answer mm-hmm. for them, and we live in examples of that. And we want to be able to share that, and we're not um, we don't hide that. You know, we're upfront about it. Um, Calling yourself the Foot Stomping Gospel Band just gives you that um, liberty uh, to be able to speak freely in these events. So, yeah. Ellen, you've mentioned the word joy twice, oh. and um, it's interesting, isn't it? We're talking here about you know the roots being perhaps from a place of suffering and a, and a place of wanting to to go to glory as an as in, as, an, as an escape from suffering. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting that we've got both sides in what you're saying. We've got the lament, but we've also got the joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, um, as somebody that's involved in lots of different projects, you know, what, what, what do you think the place of joy is in faith? And, you know, what do you think the place of joy is in art? Is there a crossover there? What, what do you think? 
place of joy and faith and joy in art. Um, yeah, I think, um, well, in this context of, of these songs, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, there's a strength in the joy, I suppose, and there's a, as a, a, a release in, um, despite feeling these things to be filled with the joy of Jesus. And um, yeah, I suppose there's, there's a crossover in art in, in being able to express that and explain what that's like, because that's probably a very strange concept, I guess, to a lot of people that, um, that doesn't make any sense. How can you feel joy when you're going through these things yeah. and when life is so rubbish, and, but you can still sing these things? And so being able to express that in this way is there's such a contradiction, I suppose, but it's such a great way to communicate it through this type of music, I suppose, to to people who might not understand that and so what would your answer be to the question if somebody said how can you how can you still be singing with this joy if you're going through these sufferings what would your answer to that question be um well i I guess it's through through knowing god and through knowing jesus he gives us the strength to endure these times to um and yeah despite our circumstances around us to um to have our our eyes fixed on him and our foundation in him regardless of of what is happening um sort of that that inner inner strength and inner joy um yeah regardless of circumstances as well i wonder if i could reference a previous podcast it's pod, podcast three where we were talking to um stuart um diaretta who is performing my leonard cohen at the, at, at the fringe and um, he talks about he was talking about a song called Dance Me to the End of Love and it's a beautiful song but it's, it's, it was it, it was sung with a, a focus on the Jewish community who find themselves you know, uh, going to the gas chambers and the Nazis had got uh, Jewish musicians to play music as people went to the gas chambers. And this song is called Dance Me to the End of Love. And one of the things you were talking about is about how within the gospel music, the, those who were you know, encountering slavery were finding uh, you know, freedom to think about this world is not their home, there is something more. But it was tied in with this idea of love. It's you know, Dance Me to the End of Love. But for the Christian message, there is no end to love. Absolutely. Love is eternal, yeah. you see? So part of the answer that we must give when we're speaking to people is that we are encountering the love of God. We have to love God and love our neighbour as ourselves. Mm-hmm. And in being people of love, as you're seeing in your, your foot-stomping gospel choir, the, the, the key is how we love one another and how we love the world and how we talk about this love that's eternal, that's, that's leading us into a whole new understanding of life. Yes. You know, and most people can understand the importance of love in their life, but then to talk about how can that become eternal? Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's when one begins to talk about what it means to encounter the amazing love of God. And I think that's what you're telling me you're doing with your music. Your music is becoming the the common, almost denominator, the, the, the connection with those who need to hear and know something of the love of God in the music 
conveys some of that. Absolutely, it's the catalyst that's been that we ask God to use to be able to to speak to people. You know, we ask. You know, um, without God, without the Holy Spirit working in in a an environment like that and on people, we're just another bunch of musicians mm-hmm. playing music. People go home and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, as compared to events where we've seen God at work within these events and amazing things happening for people who have then finally encountered that love that you're talking about, but they're encountering that love because they've been brought to a place where they know they don't deserve that love and they understand that maybe for the first time that forgiveness is possible. And when when they realize that the God who um, loves them is willing to die on a cross for them, so that they can be saved and they can spend eternity with them. That realization is just incredible to, to, to see. Um, we've obviously we have experienced that in our own lives and we see God at work within the means of that. So we're just a catalyst, we're just the hands, you know, we're maybe just hands of the church, you know, we're part of the body and we ask us God to move through. As I remember one event we did in South Africa, um, it was right down in one of the townships and I'd find that every time we were going into these meetings, whether it was in the prisons or whether it was um, in the townships or in uh, secular venues, a lot of prayer had gone on in the background for a long time before these events. And you could sense when you walked Mm -hmm. into these rooms that something was happening, Mm -hmm. that God was at work. And I was blown away at one event that we went to in one of the townships. And before we started, the minister said, can I get up and speak? And and we're, we're like, yeah, sure. And he started doing an altar call. We hadn't even played a note yet. <laughs> and I thought, what is going on here? This is this is this is wild. And the people just started coming forward, getting saved, getting saved, getting saved. We're like, wow. We hadn't even played a note yet. God doesn't need us, mm-hmm. but he wants to use us. Mm-hmm. So. That's good Calvinistic theology you're presenting here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the truth. God doesn't need us, but he chooses to use us. Yeah. You know, and uh, he does, and, and, and that's such a, a lovely way to perhaps come to the conclusion of our, 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 our talk today. Okay. Um, thank you so much for being with us and Great. for sharing and for helping us see that music is a wonderful vehicle through which God can speak to our hearts. Yeah, that's right. And um, so we want to thank you if you've been listening in to our uh, podcast today. Uh, if you've enjoyed the music, I think there is a, an opportunity for people to hear the Gospel Foot Stomping Choir. Could you tell us where that is? Well, yeah, the Foot Stomping, if, um, if you Google even um, Foot Stomping Gospel Band, you'll see some of our stuff on, on YouTube. And um, we've got three tracks up there, um, live tracks. But then this Thursday and this Friday night, is that this 18th, 19th? Wow, done well there. Uh, we're playing at Crubbers Christian Centre on the High Street. Um, doors open about half seven and we'll be there till about 10 o'clock at night doing all sorts but we're also being um, joined by if people know um, one of Scotland's wonderful musicians uh, Steph McLeod Um, so he's a good friend of the band and he's going to come down and be playing as well and then join we'll all start playing together by then so it's going to be it's going to be quite a rammy by the end of it all and that's all free all well yes all free Mm -hmm. uh, free to get in it's not free to get out (laughs) oh I see (laughs) of course yeah donations on the night be very very welcome but uh, no we want people just to be able to come and if you can't afford it put something in if you can't that's fine
So. Great. And just before we finish, I also know there's the Metro Band. Can you give us just a little plug about the Metro Band? Well, they're playing most... I think it starts on Saturday as well. And all the way through next week, they're over from the States, a Metro Big Band, um, playing wonderful big band music. Um, you can't help but enjoy it when you're there. It's loud, it's big. They're, they're a great bunch of musicians and they've travelled a long way to bring their skills. They're very, very skilled musicians. So that'll be great. Come along. Same place, Robbers Christian Centre on the High Street. And now let's listen to the foot-stomping gospel band singing Going Up Yonder, and I think it's Ellen that's doing the lead vocal.
there you are. You've heard it first here. This is where you come to get good music. Uh, and I hope you've enjoyed our podcast. One of the things we've been doing at all of these podcasts is we've been thanking you, the listener and the viewer, for being part of our um, time together. And we want you to know that we appreciate the fact that you've been listening. And we also want you to know something of the love of God blessing you. So I want to say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen.